Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. I've looked up to this guy for the better part of three decades. I can't believe he's on the show every week. We become friends. He's great. His show here at 9 o'clock every weeknight is as good as it gets. It's terrific. And his website, BillOReilly.com, is the best place to get real news. The only place, maybe. That's it. His interviews, his TV shows, his latest column, Defeating Putin, which is a great column. You get those there. His Killing series, and right now his latest one, Killing of the Killers, that's his best work. Uh, That's out. All those books are great. Just had that great tour with Donald Trump in the states of Florida and Texas. The man's a genius. And he's a friend. He's the great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. How are you, buddy? I don't know about the genius part, Sid. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm having trouble walking my dog here. So I don't know about that. Well, I'll take you. it. I, I was nervous you were going to say, I don't know about the friend part, but you let the genius part in. That's good. No, you're a good guy. Sid's a good guy. You see him on the street, you you know, give him a little uh, high five. Uh, you're a good guy. Thank I, you. You know, look, you know me. I don't brook... Um, I don't brook phonies. No, you don't. That's the worst thing you can be in my eyes is a phony. I totally agree. And I've gotten to know you pretty well, and you will not tolerate that. You won't. No. That's the worst, because when you were raised in Levittown, and it was your upbringing in Brooklyn, right? Yes. It's the same, because masses of people moved out to Levittown from Brooklyn after World War II. Everybody knows the story. But no matter how rough the upbringing was, it was authentic. And the worst thing you could be was uh, two-faced. Mm-hmm. You know, even among kids eight and nine, you know, we just didn't tolerate it. And I always and I incorporate that into my adulthood. And that's why you're so successful, because when you say something, besides the fact you're very bright and you do your homework and you've got the conviction, you, we, we know where you're coming from, okay? So when you write a story, for example, today defeating Putin, and you lay out in, in very specific terms what has to happen to get this guy out of the way. We know at the very least, Bill O'Reilly, that you're being honest and you've done your homework and it may work. Tell us about this column today. Well, it's basically that once you cross a certain line in the world, there's no going back. So Putin is now Saddam Hussein. That's the best analogy. And tonight on Common Sense on WBC at 9, I'm going to bring three people in, John Penn, Rob Reiner and Stephen King. Oh, you stop. Are you being serious? I'm serious. Sean be Penn? On, but I'm, I'm analyzing all three. Wait, wait a second. They're going to be on the air? Penn no, no, no. Oh, They're okay. not going to be on the air. Okay. I'm analyzing what they said in the Iraq War gotcha. in 2003 to what they're saying now about Putin. And it's totally opposite on all three. All three are far, far left progressive people. And then I'm going to explain why. Because it's a bigger scale now with Putin than it was with Saddam. But it was pretty intense with Saddam, particularly because I and millions of others in the world believe that this guy had a stockpile of weaponry that could wipe out half the world. And that was because of the New York Times actually saying it on page one and then Colin Powell, the secretary of state, backing it up. That's how I formulated my opinion. That turned out to be erroneous, but... 
you have to basically evaluate things the way they are. So now, Putin, we just can't say, oh, yeah, all right, Vlad, just kind of withdraw and everything will go back the way it was. No. We have to try to break them. And I think we're on the way to doing that with the Russian economy. I mean, once they can't get Big Macs over there, there's going to be a revolution. Once those Big Macs stop, and the Coke and the Pepsi, um, and I think I had a good line in the column. I said, you know, it's going to be a lot harder to step out on the steps. Yep, yep. Because those people have no money now at all. And the ruble is down 50%. So just... Let's get this guy once and for all, send a message to China. Very important. So we'll see how it plays out. You know, Peter Ducey yesterday went after Jen Psaki because she's blaming everything on Putin, basically. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, gas prices. It used to gas be the supply chain. It used to be the pandemic. Now it's gas prices. It's, it's become very convenient after the pandemic was out for two years, Bill, to blame everything going on wrong in the on world Putin. today on Putin, right? You, yes, absolutely. And the New York Times carrying water the same way. And it's a simple equation. You just look at the math. When Trump left office... $2.50 a gallon average in the country, approximately, all right? Before Putin invaded, $3.50 a gallon. Gas went up a buck a gallon under Biden for 13 months, okay? Wow. That's the truth. Now, you can spin it, and they do, but you've got to be a moron to believe this spin. Remember the, remember the comedian Sam Kennison? I loved him, and I miss him right, desperately. The guy yes. screamed. Yes. He just screamed. When I see Jen Psaki say this stuff, <laughs> ah, ah, I'm screaming just like Sam Kennison. Oh, my God. That's what I'm doing. Oh, I know. And then the media lets her get away with it. Well, I know. Peter Ducey, he's the only one, and I guess there are a few others for Newsmax and OAN, but he's the primary one, but... Peter makes a mistake. He doesn't bring in the data, you know, the actual data that I just gave WABC listeners. That's how you formulate a question with Jen Psaki, who is so slick. And just today there's a report that she's got job offers on her table from NBC News, CNN, all the liberal broadcasters want her because she is slick. But you can get her by just putting up the numbers on the screen. You know, Jen Psaki would be a great PR person for, say, the New York Mets. Right. So then the guy's hitting 213, right? And he's striking out 40% of the time. And she goes, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not watching it the way he's giving up his attack to advance the runner. Uh, and that's again, you know, kind of like what the guy can't hit, yeah. <laughs> right? It's like Biden can't govern. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> You're right, but she's very good at what she does. Oh. I, I said that this morning. I said you can call her all the names you want, but she's great at what she does because right. she just provides interference for all the nonsense that's going on. You've said the same thing. So yeah, now, and she's a very slick, and you know. Today is the anniversary of the conviction of Axis Sally. I do this again tonight. Uh, we do a, this day in history. Who was the propagandist English speaker American, worked for Hitler. 
and broadcast all over the world in English this unbelievable propaganda. Now, I'm not saying that the Biden administration and Saki are acts as Sally. Right, I mean, that's right. ridiculous. Right. But it's the same kind of, I'm going to say whatever I'm told to say, and the media, the corporate media, is going to accept it. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, it really goes back to Trump. It's amazing how much they hated Trump. I mean, here's Biden a couple of days ago saying he's pumping out more oil than Trump did. I know you talked about that on your uh, morning message. I mean, that's just a flat-out lie, right, Bill? It, it's just a flat – you see, when you say lie on Biden, there's a problem ethically because I don't think Biden even knows what he's saying. Are you sure he's not just evil? Are you giving him a pass? No, I don't think he's evil. Okay. I think Pelosi is. Okay. But not Biden. Okay. I think Biden is amazingly befuddled. He do, he cannot process information. It's it's almost like, and, and this is going to sound bizarre, but I'm going to make the analogy anyway. It's almost like this, don't say gay law in Florida. Oh, God. All right? Yeah. So what this is about is the state of Florida saying to teachers, in the grades kindergarten through three, you are not to teach the kids about gender fluidity, all right, and about different kinds of alternative lifestyles. Hmm. Why? Because the children cannot process it. They don't understand it. Right. Children ages five to nine have trouble processing spaghetti. <laughs> yes, All right, yes, they're not yes. gonna be able to understand Stonewall. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm watching this insane debate with Disney now getting involved, and the irony is here: gay, straight, whatever. Most Americans can't afford to go to Disney World or Disneyland <laughs> because true. you've jacked the prices up so high. Yep. How about working on that? So. The solution to this problem is for every state in the union to compel the schools to teach anti-bullying across the board. And I'm a former high school teacher. I saw it. That's what should be being taught, not ramming indoctrination about things kids can't understand down their throats. I couldn't agree more. And as a father of two kids myself, uh, thank God they're past that, that stage Gabriel's 13, Ava is 17, but I would be, and I lived in Florida, as you know, for 16 years, Boca Raton, uh, so I'll be okay there, but I'd be scared to death, I'm scared to death to send my kids to school these days, Bill. I mean, look, it's like if you had a religious nut in the classroom, a fanatical religious person, ramming some kind of ideology down the throat, some theology down the throat of your kid. Same thing. Right, it's the same thing. So you get some progressive woke person going in there and talking to a seven-year-old about stuff they can't possibly understand, and and this is okay? <laughs> no, it's not. But no, up, that's <laughs> why this law is there. Of course. And, you know, uh, the, the red states are going to pass it across the board. Georgia just introduced it. But, you know, I'm saying to myself, we are – this country, United States, have lost all perspective. Yeah. We're insane now on this ideology. Insane. So I need a reason to feel better about the upcoming weekend. 
So we've got this raging war. You uh, describe Putin perfectly today in your column on BillOReilly.com. We've got inflation. We've got supply chain issues. You've got all this other stuff burning out of control. And all I know is, Bill, uh, at least uh, for the next two-plus years, three years, this guy is going to remain in office outside of midterm elections. And the prospect of a Trump or a DeSantis in 2024, is there any reason to believe that things can get better realistically anytime soon? Well, they always do. And history is, uh, uh, approves that. So this, isn't, this time in America is very difficult for people. And, uh, I mean, look at baseball. We don't even have baseball. I know. You know, because these people are running around and they can't come to some agreement. It's just ridiculous. So, yes, we're in a low cycle here. How low? Uh, because you, 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 you're a historian. You, you've been around a right. while. How low is it? I'd say it's middling low. It's not like uh, World War II or the Depression or World War One. Um, certainly not like the 19th century wars with the Native Americans and the Civil War. So you got to perspect it. But you also have to be smart. So now you're going to change your household budget. All right. You're going to have to get a bicycle. <laughs> you know, it is a lot of bicycles out there, yeah, yeah. you know, right into town. You're going to have to get smart. And now, and I tell my audience, look, you might want to, like, buy four boxes of Raisin Bran instead of one. Yep. Because yep. those prices are going up. They're going to go up hard, uh, all food prices. And then you're going to have to cut back your restaurants if you want to keep a family budget intact. So that's just the reality of where we live. But once the progressive movement is destroyed, and that'll be in November, this country will then start to uptick. Okay. So it's the progressive movement that's, that's put us in this terrible position. And they're, of course, responsible for the cutback in fossil fuels under the banner of climate change. You know, it's uh, really hard to write a book. And I just wrote my second book. I pre-sell it now on Amazon. It's doing very, very well. You wrote the blurb. Thank you very much for that. Sure. And, you've, and you've written like 10 unbelievable books. Like every book you write is better than the last. And you've even been on record on this show with me and Bernie saying your latest in the Killing series, you really believe, may be your best work yet. And I've read a bunch of it. So has Bernard. We both agree. Tell us about this latest book. Well, Killing the Killers is out May 3rd. It's the best reporting I've ever done. I can't rank the Killing books because I love them all. And it's in Lent now, and, and uh, there's been an upsurge in Killing Jesus, which is the history of Jesus, not oh, wow. a religious book. Yeah, yeah. And, and every Lent this happens, and then Holy Week people watch the movie Killing Jesus, which is really a fine film. But Killing the Killers coming up May 3rd, I had to report things that have never been reported on Earth. I had to find out really how this war against the jihadists is being waged. And we go right up. The last part of the book is the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan. We're right on this edge here. Oh, you're talking about just most recently, even right before they killed our 13. It starts after 9-11 and bin Laden. Bin Laden is the opening chapter, what really happened there. And I'll remind everybody that Joe Biden was the only cabinet member in the Obama administration that said, don't go get him there. That's right. And we explain why and how it happened and all of that. And then we take it from the bin Laden um, assassination, if you want to call it that, because it really was. They weren't going to bring him back alive. 
Um, and then we bring it all the way up to the debacle in Afghanistan. But all of the things I'm telling you are not the things that you've read in the newspaper and heard on television news. They're all national security classified information. And people, every page, you're going to go, whoa, we're really doing that? Yes, yes. And we are really doing it. And we, you know what? We have to do it. And this Putin thing, there's going to be a ceasefire, I think, within the next three weeks. And Putin will carve out part of Ukraine for Russia. I think that's the way this is going to go down. But I don't think the sanctions are going to be immediately lifted against Russia. They're going to try to break Putin. But I see this thing as ending before summer. I could be wrong because I did say that Putin would not invade Ukraine because of the just horror that's being reaped, not only on Ukraine, but on his own country, Russia. Those people are suffering over there. Oh, you're right. No question. Listen, this was an amazing conversation, folks. Nine o'clock every weeknight, WABC, BillOReilly.com, just an amazing website. I love you, Bill. Every week you step up and hit a Grand Slam home run. Thank you for today. We'll do it again next week, buddy. Thank you. Okay, Sid. Thanks for having me in. You're the best. Bill O'Reilly, the absolute best. What a great conversation that was. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.